I, I don't glibly say to people, oh, I'll just put your prices up because, as you said, you've got to, you're, if you put your price up, it's got to reflect the standard you're doing, the quality you're giving. Hey, what's going on? Welcome along to episode 90 of the Strategy and Conversions podcast. I'm Jamie Davis, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mark Tanner. Hi, everyone. 90. I didn't uh, realise it was 90. We, we, we say it every week. We, we always kind of seem surprised. But this week, we, we are, right? We kind of just started to, to hit record and, and do another set of podcasts. And yeah. again, 90 is like, wow, you know, it all, it all adds up, but we're getting there. And, you know, we're, we're closing in on that 100. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah, incredible. And, and as always, that I mean, start off as well. Just look, thank, thanks, Q, to to everyone listening. You know, we've yeah. got people all around the world and stuff like that. People tune in to watch on YouTube, listen, you know, to the podcast um, through, through the different platforms. And look, we we appreciate you. You know, it's, yeah. it's great to, to have you listen along, and we do this for you. You know, that's that we, we've always said, Mark, in the beginning when we started out, it was look, we have conversations. Let's share those conversations, and if we can yeah. help someone. That, that that's the reason that why we do it right yeah absolutely just, just there for help yeah exactly it's just that kind of resource isn't it and it's that whether it's motivation it's, it's clarity inspiration or you know just that strategic thinking just that piece to, to kind of move you on and and that kind of brings us on to the topic we're going to talk about this week is is actually yesterday we we did a strategy session with, with a new member into one of our programs and um just to talk through through some of the issues there because th- this person is this person has been in a spot where that we see quite a lot when we speak to people is that the the path forward is a, is a little cloudy you know it's murky they don't know what the next step forward is they they've had some success before they've hit a wall and you know i think like as as you will, you will probably talk about as well is that the, the shiny objects were there they've chased the shiny shiny yeah. objects and now they they don't know what to do and, and yeah. it was just breaking it down and going through it. and by the end of the call that the guy was you could actually see a glow around him you know and yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know that, really that sounds pleased. a bit crazy to say, but it's like you could just see he was a different person by the end of the call. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because I know that when he first came onto the call, he was it was he was talking about one particular thing, which was still about that shiny object. Um, yeah. that, and we didn't talk about well, I suppose we did take a away from it, but his immediate problem was that he needed to to generate some cash. And um, um, we could see that he had a very, very viable business already, and that he was he was not putting it well. He, he was close to putting it to jeopardy by chasing this, uh, chasing this other thing. Whereas um, he, he, we we knew, and he knew, from, and we could tell from his passion that he would have no problem in going back to, to the to the existing business, which was on a bit of a downward da- downward curve because he'd taken his eye off the off the ball so to speak and um and it w- wasn't going to take long in fact he'd already managed to change it around slightly it wasn't going to take long that he could get it back to a, a good situation where it was going to give him cash he needed to then look at these other projects but the whole the we, we but gave him back his passion i think didn't we he was very he was he, he was actually saying quite a few times during the call we yeah, i really feel passionate now back to how i used to be on this so it's it was really, it was just so encouraging to see. Yeah, I mean, j- just to run through it then, a little bit of an overview. I, I know we, we kind of touched on it, but just a, a bit more kind of in-depth. So th- this guy, he had a business, things were going well. He wanted more, right? Yeah. But he yeah. wanted that kind of growth. And he probably wanted that growth quickly. 
you know? Yeah. And like you said, shiny objects came along. He kind of got involved with, with the shiny objects, took his eye off the ball. The, the business probably got to a point where there, there, there isn't a business anymore, right? It, it's just kind of a bit of as and when kind of thing. You know, the, the business is kind of not, 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 not in a downwards term, but I guess so. I guess it kind of got to a point where, you know, it, it really is there a business there or not. He's then under pressures. He's under financial pressures. It's someone then who who works for him that they obviously want to keep the money coming in through their kind of work. So when when work isn't on or something like that, so is in the in the trade sec, uh, trades sector. To give you a bit of clarity, is to kind of work as and when you know to to kind of give um, this person a, a bit of a go with with whatever they kind of whatever work comes in, so they can pay them. Uh, th- this guy wa- was under pressures at home as well. You know, so yeah, exactly, he, yeah, that kind of thing. There's, there's been the shiny objects that he's tried and hasn't really kind of worked out, and, mm-hmm. and all this is kind of put into a, a point where it's a case of going. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm under this this kind of pressure. I'm under this this kind of boulder, really, and I don't know how to lift it off of me. You know, I don't know what to do next, and the only kind of thing is, but well, I need to get some cash quickly. You know, I've had this idea, I've had that idea. Should I do something like that? You know, speaking with us and stuff like that, it's like, look, come into our program. Let's let's do this. Let's do what, what we do best and everything like that. So on the call, it was a bit of like, look, this is a safe zone. Like, t- tell us what's going on. And yeah, it, exactly. And yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't too long before, like you said, that the passion came through. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm passionate about this. It's like, well, why don't you focus on that then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that was the thing, isn't it? I mean, the, pay, the pain was the pressure. He was under pressure, as you say, financial and you know personal as well and that can affect anybody in, in business you know and and that's the problem is that it's not like being in a uh, it's not like being employed where you've got a regular income coming in doesn't matter how you how you work uh whether you whether you work hard or whether you don't in most cases you've got that regular paycheck coming in and the, there's not the same kind of pressure you might not like the job you're in um uh, but that's different he loved what he he loved his his business idea and still had a passion for his business that he had created uh, a long time ago. Um, so, so it's, 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 it's the pressure in the, we all take huge risks as business owners. We step out of this comfort zone of, of having a, uh, having a monthly or even weekly, I guess, paycheck, which maybe doesn't quite stretch as far as you wanted to go anyway, but at least it comes in every month. And then we say, right, okay, we're going to do this. And, we take not only we take the risk we we are in danger in giving ourselves a job to start with because we start off uh, on a, on business on our own before we ever get to the stage where we can start delegating stuff and st- can start building a business. So it's a huge risk. We take the risk of of getting the business in and of not and, and not having an income. So there's there's pressure to start with. Now, as a business owner, most people can think right, okay. I know that's the pressure, so I, and I know I can live with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't take the. We, yeah, a lot of us wouldn't have taken the step. But during that time, the pressure can really mount up, especially when cash flow is short, which it was in his case. And not only that, is you have the cash flow pressure coming in from one side onto his head, and then you have the pressure coming in from his family on the other side of his head, squeezing it, saying, "No, come on, what are you going to do about it?" So the pain was was. He wore it well, but I think he was definitely he was definitely suffering with the pain, and um, and and the, the you know we talk about pain points of business and pressure is 
is a huge one and happens quite often. And he was looking at it. And I think we just were able to, as you said, lift those clouds and say, this is what you've got to do. This is how it's going to help. This is, this is the, these are the kind of things to put back in place um, to start generating some cash on. And I think that just really, um, yeah, it just, it just, it, it sort of raised the curtains and his, his own thinking, but it took the pressure off because he knew he could, he could, he had the solution in his hands. The, the best part was that he had the solution all along, mm. right? He knew he had it and he, he knew that he could do it. Yeah. But like you said, it, it, that pressure part and, and, you know, and put, putting it at like how it, it, it is, how, how it seems as well is that the failures along the way, right? Yeah. Because things aren't working and stuff like that. It, you can't, it is, oh, okay. It isn't me. Am I not making this work? Like what's happening here? And you, you kind of beat yourself up a bit as well. So like you say, you're getting pressures from cash flow, pressures from, you know, the, the immediate kind of family and that, and then pressures from yourself also, because you're kind of beating yourself up for it. But because you had all the, those solutions anyway, with, with us, like, where we just gave him that clarity, let him kind of see, you know, okay, this is the next kind of step, you know, the next move forward. This is the, you know, how you kind of move forward from there. It was it, like, he kind of even said it, it was like, it's good to have someone on my side. And I think yeah. that, that that's the, a big part in, in business. We all kind of lack that of who do we turn to? Who do we talk to about yeah, our business? Because, you know, no, no offense to like most of the time, like our partners and that, they don't get it. You know, no, they, they don't understand no. it and, and stuff like that. You can't go and talk to your clients because they, they yeah, were. Actually, I can remember I, I was talking to to one client like where, you know, we we, we were we basically we, we got to mix kind of thing, and you know, I think he asked me, okay, what, what's your kind of next plan? I'm like, so I'm I'm not too sure because like looking at it this way, that way, that way, you know. And he's like, well, I don't know what to say. I I, I pay you to advise me, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, your clients aren't going to be able to kind of come back to to give you that kind of way forward, and then. You have to look at it where you go. Okay, well, who who is it I listen to, and yeah, and stuff like that. And sometimes you look at it. Well, if I get some sort of outside support, is, are they just really just taking my money? Are they actually yeah. helping? And it's like it could be a bit kind of murky. But that kind of thing sometimes we just go look. It's just someone on my side who wants to see me win. It, it's yeah. like, that there was all he needed was okay. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, they can see the same vision. They can see my passion. They can see that it's right. They've they've done the numbers. It works. Like, let, let's go after it. Let's go and get it. Yeah, and I think that that that's right. And that was that was it, it was someone who could talk to who had the same kind of business head as 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 he did. He's an entrepreneur. We're entrepreneurs. But I think the other thing was you know from that as you you just briefed on it there is that we didn't just say we didn't just have the one call and say okay that's fine off you go. It's a plan. We give them a plan to go forward, which obviously we'll we'll keep checking in with them. Um, and we'll have another session and other sessions that lead to it. But the whole point is the plan. We gave him the plan, which he probably, uh, he, yeah, I would say maybe he didn't come up with. I think maybe we were able to give him a plan which he, which gave him clarity and he hadn't thought about it before. And I think that's a, a, the other thing is that because we've talked to so many business owners in so many different situations, in so many business sectors, we we know what can work and we know what doesn't work. Now, what we're not what we don't try and do is tell people you've got to do this, 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 this will work because yeah, we're coaches as opposed to mentors, well, sort of, but we try not to be telling people what they've got to do. It's you make up the the business owner makes the choice of what they want to do. But we gave him ideas which he hadn't thought of. 
and it was all of a sudden that it just it just fired off the sparks. And one thing we alluded to, didn't we, on the call yesterday, very true about the whole mastermind and about how him and us two working together with ideas, suddenly new ideas sparked off, new ways of thinking. And that is that collective mastermind that suddenly works on any call. And we were the, yeah, it, sounds, no, it doesn't sound too pompous, actually. We were the catalyst who helped him to, to get through that and now to get him moving again. And, you know, and then our job is just to carry on with working with him um, each time, seeing if he can come up with even better ideas the next time around to, to carry on going. But at least now he's he's back and he's starting to jog again. I would say he's running, um, but from a standing start now, he's starting to jog and he's getting into it. And he's building up. He's building momentum, as is our, yeah, is our case, is, momentum. It, it's all about I mean, momentum. That, that whole thing, like, I've, I've said it for, for however long now, where I'm just like, momentum creates motivation. Mo yeah. Motivation compounds momentum. And it's like, that thing, yeah. that guy's like, right, okay, I need to start doing some stuff now. Right. And once he starts doing that stuff and he gets results, he's going to want to do more stuff. Yeah. That stuff there is just right. going to keep compounding until like that momentum is just flying, you know, yeah. and the business is looking after it. But quite, quite rightly, like you said, man, not, not to say like, okay, we, we just had a chat with him. He knew all the stuff anyway and stuff like that. Yeah. No, we're, we're good at what we do. You know, like you said, not, not to yeah. pick us up too much, but we're good at what we do. That expertise there is, is around the strategic planning. I'm thinking is that a lot of the times people have these ideas and stuff like that in front of them that they just don't know how to piece them together. They don't know how to connect yeah. the dots. You know, that that's what we do is connecting the dots, mate. Shameless plug, Momentum Booster, Momentum Builder, go to strategyandconversions.com. It's there for you. You know, get get into, you know, our world and let us help you and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. Th yeah, that, we're here uh, to help. Yeah, exactly that. And just get in contact, you know. I mean, look, I say about coming into one of the kind of programs, just get in touch. If there's something that you're thinking of, just get in touch. You know, let's discuss it and stuff like that. But, um that there, like with him, is, is that you said that kind of mastermind kind of part is like he's kind of thinking, well, well, could I do that? Like one thing was around pricing, you know. I mean, it, it hasn't hasn't increased his prices however long, right? And it's like, well, yeah. the whole world has increased their prices. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like things are costing more. People understand that things cost more, and it's like just because you know you feel like you're giving a, a reasonable price and stuff like that, you know, you, you're probably in some people's eyes are coming across too cheap. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's permission, isn't it? It's funny, isn't it? There's this, mm. there's this thing. There's this thing in the coaching world. There's this thing called permission. When I give you permission to think that way, it's not down to it's not doesn't. It's really irrelevant whether I give you permission or not. But it's just having somebody to say, well, why don't you think about that? It's almost like, oh, okay, I could do that. It's having that permission, which which however to be able to do that and think about it. You say, well, it's always been there, but people feel that they can't or um there's there's been barriers in the way but i've always given this price and i've always given this service and this, this was only one particular detail of the price but we just said well why not raise them because that would automatically start generating a bit of extra profit anyway and a bit of extra cash flow as well as all the other things that we talked about um but so many people let so many business owners in different you know this was trades but in service industries and in every industry, they don't review their prices uh, often enough because they, in a lot of cases, they think that you know chasing the money or putting their putting their prices up is a is is not a good thing to do. But in like you just said, everyone else is doing it. Costs of living are going up. Um, people are expecting it, but we don't. As as business owners, often we don't think that they'll they'll stomach a price rise, but they often do. 
that's the thing isn't it like they, they often do like we've we experienced it over the years and stuff like that personally with you know up in prices and stuff like that and and again coming back to that probably not giving ourselves permission to do so you know the, the level of, of the service increased you know the, the way how that kind of strategic thinking and planning and stuff like that increased well there was never the increase in in, in the sort of payment side until we got to the point where it was like, actually we should be charging more and it, it's quite I mean, that is is one topic that always comes up, doesn't it? Like, it, it's a cheap kind of tactic that I think a lot of those experts chuck out there, where they yeah. say it, it increase your prices. And like in, in this situation with, with the guy yesterday, like it made sense to increase the prices. There, there was nothing there. But a lot of the time, it's oh, just, just increase your prices. And it's like, okay, you know, in theory, if you increase your prices a bit and you lose a couple of customers, but you keep the, the customers that, that you have, you know, you probably make the same money anyway. And then when you take on the next ones, you're probably making more money. But there's always a cap where you move into different levels. I, I call it levels of sophistication. You yeah. move into a certain level where people pay in a certain amount, they expect something back. And whether that's a, a certain level of service, like if you take here in the UK, right, you go to you go to like a, a premier inn or, or a travel lodge, right, in, in London. You stay in London, you, you pay a further the price or, or maybe even less than if you were staying at the Savoy. Mm. Right. Now, if you paid the, the money to stay at the Savoy, you expect a certain level of service, right? Exactly right. Yeah. You expect people to, you know, if you asked for if, if you asked for ketchup, you know, with your milk, you expect them to bring it to you, right? Yeah. Exactly. And stuff like that up to your room and everything. And it's like, it's yeah. just that kind of thing. You expect someone to greet you with, with you know, respect and everything like that. Well, I'm not saying anything bad about Premier Inns or anything like that. But when you get to Premier Inn, you kind of just go and look, here's my details. Give me my room key. You know, that's right. I'll, you know, I'll there's check a, out there's, when, when I'm ready. Yeah, there, there's a level, isn't there? And uh, but that's a good analogy because you know what to expect with travel or Supremer in. You get this standard. If you go to the Savoy, you get the higher standard. They put themselves out there. And coming back to this guy, he was giving a really high standard of service anyway. And that's I, I don't glibly say to people, oh, "I'll just put your prices up," because as you said, you've got to. You're, if you put your price up, it's got to reflect the standard you're doing, the quality you're giving. But he was doing that anyway. It was a logical step because the he didn't he he didn't have any problems with any of his any of his customers. Um, people were coming back to him for for repeat business and everything. So they obviously liked what he did. You think well, um, they they expect they do expect to to. Well, of course, I don't mind paying a bit more, you know, because you've got a you've got a livelihood to, to to take on. But he was giving the quality, and he was very very mindful of that. He's he's very mindful of the different um, of the different tools he uses and, and the and the and the paints and things he uses. So he's very very mindful of the fact that he was giving the best he could. And and there's a, I'm not saying you should charge a premium. But there is a premium on that, and if you charge slightly less than a premium product for an excellent service, then you you're going to have people queuing up to uh, want want to do business with you. I think like what one thing that, that he said also where I, I actually really like this, and and it's something that people don't talk about a lot because we're not expected to get things wrong, right? In 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 business, in life, whatever it is, and he kind of said, look, we don't always get it right. Yeah, we yeah. always end it right. We always make sure that the yeah, job's that's the point. Is, yeah, and it yeah. was like th that's never taught a lot. Is it where you, you kind of look at people going, okay, look, tell them you can get this outcome, you can get this outcome, you get this, you get that. What happens if it doesn't work out? 
you know do you still then fix it do you still get the end result you know it, it's like you know you, you imagine then that you you know you, you employ someone to be be a fitness trainer for you you know a pt or something like that like you go on a, a, a six month weight loss kind of plan or something like that if you got to the end of the six months or even towards the end of the six months and you haven't lost any weight yet you've kind of followed the plan what then yeah you know yeah. and it's like as as a, P, a pt got a contingency in place for that you know yeah. it, and it's like where that that's the thing like with this guy is just like right okay well if we got to the point where it, it wasn't up to standard or someone's like, we would still continue with that until it was right yeah you know yeah. and it's like that, that stuff there again coming back to that savoy like service is that the experience and or the outcome is where it really counts right because if you if you get a, a great experience you get a great outcome of course you're going to understand that you pay more for that yeah yeah if you just got a whatever out, whatever outcome was needed you got you know rather than you exceeded your the output the outcome that you wanted uh it's, it's really interesting like that there like you, you were saying about well, obviously like with him but entrepreneurial and stuff like that you know he was like like you said oh, i was quite impressed with some of the questions and some of the way that like how he was talking and stuff like that but what, what was really interested what was really interesting to me is that you get this a lot with, with people in business who are the kind of self-employed or the kind of hands-on kind of people in business and you get the, you get this a lot in the trade sector but you get this in, in a lot of other businesses and stuff like that as well where they kind of go look, I've, I've kind of hit a wall or something like that or i need to look at getting more customers how do i what what kind of tactics and strategies do i use to to do that and like with him it was quite simple it, it was the same as it's the same answer as for any other business it's like yeah. do do what you've been doing that works yeah you know and yeah. for him it was like okay I've, I've done this tactic and that worked we got this i did that tactic and that worked and they got that what well, why aren't you doing those tactics now mm. oh, I, I just i just haven't got around to it and it's yeah. like oh, it's all there exactly why don't you do more of it and it's interesting that point you made as well it doesn't matter at what level of business you are um and people in all businesses people slow down their activity they take the foot off the pedal they get maybe get distracted by something else that can be multi-million businesses that can be people on you know people are right at the sort of the the lowest scale of uh well micro businesses even you know smes that kind of at that kind of area um but it's always applicable to all of us and you look at the huge companies that have taken their eye off the ball um and all of a sudden bang they've and they you know uh, the biggest one that i can think of was bearings bank that uh, took their eye off the ball com completely and, and weren't making any money and all of a sudden the whole thing had to come down in in in, in ruins um but again you look at things like uh, just recently in the uk we have this big chain called wilco who have um uh, they took up they must have taken their eye off of some some kind of ball because the whole chain's just collapsed got into receivership and it's closed and so for so so it's never it's never uh it's 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 always going to happen in some case to some people but what you've got to do and this is what he was doing was learning from it and his learning was well his learning was to find i really don't know what's happening here i need help and that's the thing isn't it it's that leaning of people and not not to say necessarily he had to come to us but obviously he wanted to come to us there was a particular he, res he resonated with us and so he came to us the whole point is that if you find yourself, yourself, uh, especially if, you know, if if you find yourself 
and struggling for whatever reason, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter whether it's personal problems, personal pressures, finance. It, it could be healthy. It doesn't matter what it is. But when you find yourself in 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 problems, and you say, "I don't know what to do," don't hide. Don't just think, "Oh, I don't know what to do," so I'm not going to do anything because that's the worst thing. Inaction will just crash everything. Go and seek help. Find out someone. If if it's a if it's health with your diet and you're finding you're not you don't have the energy in business anymore, then look for a yeah look for a new uh, um, I don't know what I'm going to say now nutritionist or dietitian or whatever. But if it's in business, I mean you got people like us. And we're not the only ones, obviously, but people like us, we've been around a long, long time, and, and you know, uh, and we've got a lot of experience with different businesses. Then then come to us because. We're not here to fleece you. We're not here to just think you're you're just a number we can make money from. We really genuinely want to help your business grow because that's what we do. We, you know, I, I remember we used to catchphrase in some of the emails before: "Is our business is your growth," and it was. You know, our business is to see you grow, and um, and, and there's there are a few that we can say there are a few charlatans around. I appreciate that, but. But when you generally come from the heart, as as he noticed from us, then he also genuinely comes from the heart and he's honest with us. And all of a sudden, that relationship is brilliant because everyone's being honest with each other. He, We know his problems. Um, we know his challenges and we can do something about his challenges. And, we, and he knows that we're passionate, as you said, to be on his side and help him through his challenge. It's, it's very true that that kind of foundation part is what's needed. So like you said that that kind of truth, like people just being honest with that kind of level that at that yeah. the, at what they're at and, and what the kind of struggles are and what the bottlenecks are and stuff like that. That's how you can actually then look at the path forward. But yeah, when you kind of get that like yeah, yeah. you know we we're, we're talking about this where you get a lot of people where you kind of you, you know you put on that kind of appearance how's business? Oh yeah fine we're good everything like yeah. that. But when you actually kind of break it down you scratch below the surface it's like okay this isn't working out properly here that isn't that yeah. there as in, you know, w working how we want it that way. And for each business, it's like they they have different struggles. Like, you know, it, it doesn't yeah. matter whether it's, you know, a, a sole trader through to an SME or something like that. There are different businesses of people like working with at the minute where, you know, like you said, like yesterday, it's all about cash flow. So it's all about, okay, yeah. how, how do we get the next kind of money? I need to get that money in for X, Y, Z. You, you take the, the, flip, the flip side of that. There's, there's a client there where, they're looking at leaving the, the business, like removing themselves from the business. They would give any amount of money yeah, to, to be able to do that, but they can't. Every day requires them, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and then you, you get you, know, you get everything in between. It, yeah. It's like, but but that there is everyone faces challenges. But the first thing is, like you said, you have to be honest about them. You have to own up and just be like, right, okay, look, we we are struggling with this. You know, we we want to achieve X, but we're struggling with Y. And before that, you know, is said. So, you know, that there gives us that that kind of idea then that we can go, okay, look, th this is what we can do to move forward. And coming back to that thing, like with, you know, you might get advice that just says, well, you know, just uh, up your prices. It's like, it's the same thing as that when you're not being honest, you may get the wrong advice. Yeah. yeah. How you move forward. You know, a lot of people go, oh, okay, we'll just spend more money on ads. Okay. But if nothing's working in in your process, you know, or there's even, even worse in your fulfillment, your operations process, there's bottlenecks, there's breakdowns. But if you just go and get more customers, it's just going to end up with even more stress going on. Yeah. But, but people don't look at that. It's always the kind of, oh, yeah, we, ju we just need more customers. Well, okay, let, let's do this. But why do you need more customers? But what happens to the customers you've got at the minute? And this, this guy was classic example 
everything was going really well. I had a pipeline there, three, four yeah, months booked yeah, up. Yeah. Well, why is there nothing now? Well, I, I stopped marketing. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> Absolutely right. He did stop marketing. And it's, it's yeah, and there's a, there's a classic thing. And then we keep saying that when things are going well, you've got to keep marketing. Don't, and I was talking to someone earlier um, today about that, is that when things, when things are going well, so many people start to cruise, which is okay for a short time. But this is where the measurement of the numbers come in, which is which I'm so good on, uh, so you know, so fanatic on, is that when you start to cruise, you must be monitoring your numbers. And as soon as you see something dipping, you've got to come out of cruiser mode and start accelerating again, because that's an indication indication that something you you've lost something. And if, and you and those to me to to my to my mind, you've got to look at those figures weekly, because if you look at something every month and the decline started the day after you started looking at it by the time you come back to it it's a lot of work to rectify it whereas if you look at it weekly you think oh hang on a minute things dipped here on wednesday and thursday and even friday what's going on and you catch it early and um, once you ca- if you catch something early then you you will um you can you can normally rectify it fairly quickly without any huge loss but then you get the, and I've I've seen this where people look at their manager reports um, every. I think it's well, well, the worst one I've ever seen is they looked at their manager manager reports every quarter, um, because that's when they came from the accountant. And but anything can happen in a quarter. If you start declining uh, the day after you looked at your last manager reports, by the time you come to look at it again, you you could you might not even have a business. Um, so numbers are huge and as i say going back to when things are going things appear to be going really really well always keep monitoring your numbers and never let up on your marketing you might want to change your marketing um doing something slightly different fine but just make sure that if you do that the stuff that was always working you carry on with and you just add to it you don't you don't change it and take something away you just supplement it add and maybe try a different angle as well as keeping the baseline marketing going um because you know, it's it's so easy in business, isn't it? Just for things to suddenly hiccup and go wrong, and we've seen that so many times. It is massive day. It only takes one hiccup sometimes. Like depending yeah. on the size of the business or whatever's going on, that one hiccup. Like like you said there. I mean, yeah, we 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 do it where we encourage everyone like each week, you know, take stock, you know, and and it's like right, okay, have I moved forward this week? And it's yeah. like you know what we, you know, we can have bad days. Like we, we yeah, have of bad days, right? We can even have bad weeks. But it's like when those bad weeks add up and all of a sudden you've had a bad month or you've had a, a bad, you know, couple of months. Yeah. That, that's dangerous then because you're just yeah. right, you're off track for what you're actually trying to achieve, you know. Yeah. And, and I say, saying that, that, I mean, that probably is the, the, the key factor there, right? Like when when you get a business and they say, oh, okay, we're, we're in a hole or we're in this or we're in this or whatever it is, we haven't achieved what we wanted to do. It's because they, they've come off track. And it usually means that that track, that there's no target there. So like you said, they're cruising. So when they're cruising, that they're not really focused on, okay, look, this week we need to get to here, we need to get to here, because we're, we're always on the upward trajectory. We're trying to get to where we want to be. When it gets into cruising mode, it's, everything's fine, everything's ticking along, yeah. just keep doing what we're doing. All of a sudden, then it starts to dip. Yeah. And it, like, all, all systems go kind of thing, well, what's going wrong? And like you said, if that goes on for too long, sometimes it becomes really difficult. And that's the And that is the situation. You know, the guy yesterday... You know, it was just the case of it's got too far into that hole. Yeah. 
before he's kind of looked at it and gone, you know what, I need to make the moves there. And now, now that he has looked at it, and like I said, we, we've kind of given that kind of clarity, clarity, confidence, courage, right? So it's got yeah, kind of like, three C's. Yeah, you know, this is what this is what we focus on with anyone starting out in business or anyone who's stuck. You know, the three C's: clarity, confidence, and courage. Is that clarity? You're going to look right. Where, where are you right now? What has happened to get you here? What is what is it you want to do moving forward? Okay, yeah. the confidence side is right. Okay, look, you know you have a good product and service there. You know that you can sell it. You already have. Like, let's sell it more. You know, the yeah. courage then to go out and do it yourself, and you know you you can get out to grow. And it's like. He, he had he had some good ideas and he had some good tactics and, and we kind of added some in as well. But I mean, just, just for our listeners and stuff, I mean, this goes across the board, right? You could look look at marketing. You look at but your past customers are potential customers again. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can again. That, that's one tactic there, right? You can then ask your past customers to refer people to you, mm. right? You can put on different offers to them and stuff like that as well. You can just start marketing to the local area. You don't have to be looking at global. You don't have to be looking at national. Just get back to your local area. Look at the, the streets around you. How many streets are around you? How many houses? How many people? You know, I know if you're B2B or something like that, it may be a bit different, but where are the local uh, offices and shops and stuff like that? Look, yeah, business, your yeah. local area. You know, we, we did a whole podcast on this, didn't we? Like lo- local business marketing. Yeah. 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 And it's like you, you can actually get out of your hole, do whatever you need to do just by looking at that local area. But that there is just, those tactics by referrals, sell back to your your existing customers, market to, to the local area. It's like all of a sudden, you know, like that 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 can change your business within a month. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just a, a bit, yeah, before we sort of wrap up, maybe, but um, just it's so so sad for me. So I love Indian food. I'm a I'm a I'm a curry feet. And um, we used to have an Indian restaurant. Anyway, this is the right word. Used to have up until a few months ago. He used to have an, an Indian restaurant in our high street. Um, and he was, it was he was a really lovely guy, and he had some really good staff. They were It was all a family business. And he would always be empty uh, on a weekday, a weekdays. It was, I think it was Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. We were always dead. He did a bit of takeaway stuff, but mainly dead. Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays, even Sundays kind of tailed off. And I remember going to him, uh, not long back actually and said to him look um yeah we could put something together where we could fill your weekdays and actually start bringing your you know, bringing people into your weekdays and i said you know you you a typical indian restaurant you phone up can i have your mobile number bang you've got their details you've got their mobile so you can start putting out special offers on sms that kind of stuff you know come in for a come in for a weekday curry treat yourself Maybe there's a little bit of a discount or something. I don't know, or not so much a discount, but there's an extra, extra bit of food or something. I don't know. And there's so many things that he could have done, and um, and he never did. You know, oh, he's good he'd laugh for Oh, yes, yes, I ought to do that. I ought to do that. And never, never contact me. Well, I was there quite often, but he never would follow up with any of it. And I, and I, I must admit, I talked to him quite a few times because I could see that things were happening. Um, you can tell, okay, it's a slight decline, 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 decline. And you know, I think it was about three weeks ago, it completely changed hands. And the, the new owners um, who took over, I had a chat with them. I just said, where, you know, where's the guy used to run? He said, oh, they don't know. He's just gone. They don't, he didn't even sell the business to him or anything. He's just gone. So his, his business obviously crashed because he never, ever asked for help, I think. Marketing help, I'm talking about here. You know? uh, he never asked for help. 
But I think you, you, you've been on about this for, for so long as well. I mean, we've we, we've done it on different podcasts where you've mentioned it. And I think we even yeah. got point, didn't we, where we said we need to open up an Indian restaurant or something. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. And we never we, did. We could, see, we could see that opportunity there. You yeah. Know? But that, that is, it is crazy that he, he's now gone and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't even realise. But but you're right. I mean, that's the thing there is like, really, you know, it, it, it's, it got too late. Like, even if you did, it, it did start helping him to kind of go, okay, let's do something gone too far now and that's yeah the, yeah asking yeah. for help is that you know you need to ask for help whilst it, it's solvable and everything like that yeah right? exactly at that point yeah. and it's just that like, it's too far gone then and yeah like, right, okay, we can't turn around you get into that um I'm, I'm trying to look at the word like sort of like damage control then you know yeah and rather yeah. than you're going okay like, how do we add more profit how do we yeah. make the business grow how do we make it more stabilized or anything like that when it gets to the point where you know and, and luckily this guy yesterday where we're looking at cash flow and stuff like that, the good job is, is he's not hemorrhaging cash. Like when no, you no, office, they have that outgoing where when they're not making money, they're losing money. For him, when he's not making money, he's just not making money. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is you know, it's not it's not a good thing, but it's better. Mm. Than, you know, and we, I mean, we've seen that the flip side, haven't we? With people that they, they've they've been encouraged to grow, they've they've seeked out kind of like coaching advice and everything like that, and they've been told to grow and and you know take on more staff and go after oh. bigger contracts and that and they've actually ended up in a position where they're making less money with, with a bigger yeah, business absolutely. you know yeah. and that's when we talk about the uh, profit gap and we talk about okay yeah. as you grow and your turnover grows so should your profit you know and yeah. run in line not run at a low amount and that's that's something maybe for another day maybe the next one uh, next podcast yeah we yeah that. we can talk about it because i remember you mentioned it to me the other day about a business that actually admitted that they grew grew too fast yeah so we can maybe that's a subject for another uh, uh another podcast because that can be as dangerous if you know if you're not careful and, and that's isn't it growing too fast in a way that isn't manageable you know yes. and again yeah, coming me, back yeah. to your numbers and stuff like that and like you, you said it like a bit earlier like you, you corrected yourself but what you said to begin with was right where you just said i'm good at numbers and stuff like that you know, and then you say, well, you know, what I mean is, but it is right. You are good at numbers. <laughs> I am good at numbers. It is, yeah. it is yeah. that area where, you know, it, I, I've, I've said it to people before where I say it with, with us, we're like the kind of yin and yang in this. Uh, that's, it is a bit unfair to say because it, there is a lot of overlap in what we do. But the stuff where you have that focus and the stuff where I have the focus together is, is like so powerful because yeah, yeah, we really challenge is. each other on it. Yeah, and we do. That's, we that's do the do thing, that. you know, yeah. as much as like we're not, we're not saying, oh, I'm right, I'm right. It's more about if we put something forward, it's like, right, okay, let's just let's just look into that. Set. Yeah. What yeah. happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? And and it's like what we do is we make it even stronger. Yeah. You know? And again, yeah. that's that's not we're not talking about that where we're bigging ourselves up and stuff like that, but talking about it in in a way where that whole kind of mastermind and getting the right kind of people around you and the right kind of thinking is it elevates you. You yeah, know, to, to think yeah. at a different level. Like sometimes when you're a bit beat up and you're just like, okay, how how do I move my my business forward? Or I keep hitting this wall. How do I get something going? It's just having that kind of chat. Sometimes is is the way yeah. to move forward. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, you got you. First of all, is 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 admitting it, admitting it, and then saying, okay, now I need some help. Who can I go to? And we're always here. Uh, just another plug, but we're always here. Yeah, I mean that this is exactly, isn't it? Like we're always here, you know, to, to obviously help and support and have that chat because coming back, you know, full circle to the beginning of the call, like I said, like so many people, they just don't have that that shoulder to to cry yeah. on, basically. Or yeah, yeah. That yeah. that kind of you know, someone just to pump them up, someone just to be like, look, you can do this. 
You know, I think yeah. that's a big thing. Someone yeah. that says that you can do this. So, yeah, look, get get in touch. Love to to help you and, and stuff like that. So, obviously, we look forward to speaking to you then. And also, look, I think that the next ep- uh, episode of the podcast can be really good on that kind of profit gap. We'll look at the um, yeah. uh, strategic development structure as well that we have and just explain that a little bit where it's like any business, whatever level you're at, you know, go through these kind of sections and, you know, you're going to end yeah. up with a, a better business, really. That's right. And like and subscribe, please, because exactly. we'd love to hear more from you. And yeah, any and that's the other thing, isn't it? Any suggestions, any comments of things you'd like to be like to be covered on the podcast, by all means, send them in and we'll we'll cover them. Yeah, let's do it. Mark, it's always been a pleasure. We'll wrap things up here then. And yep. uh, yeah, look forward to the next episode. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Okay, we'll see you then. Yeah.